getting closer well, and closer hello. to the holiday season or to the Christmas to Christmas. Yeah, we're we in are holiday. inching perilously towards Christmas. Yeah. Oh, let me. Well, I don't like that. I always hate how Christmas comes up so quickly every year. Isn't it sad? The buildup is definitely more exciting than the day of. So oh, I really want to just, you know, luxuriate in this time. Which, I could always yeah. use an extra week of buildup. Well, yeah, it's like we're so close that it's it's I'm already like it's over. That that's exactly how I it's feel. Done. It's over. Yes. I know. So And I just glanced it was like the tenth yesterday. Like that's oh my god. Yeah, it's it's like been it's unseasonably like warm in New York City. Like it's not uh, it's not doesn't feel like Christmas. Hate. We've been trying to capture the feeling of Christmas for the last few weeks here. Well, I think pod. we finally nailed it. I might agree with you. This one felt um, the most like Christmassy. Yeah. I'll say hello. What's oh. up? Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, you're listening to Star Vehicle Pod. Okay. Yeah. Done. Now what I want to say is I feel like you and I, mm-hmm. we tried to start on four Christmases <laughs> with our movie washes. And I think that we got so... Um, like we got done dirty. Like I don't know the the verbiage I want to use. Like we got so traumatized. Yeah. By the lack of Christmas. Four times over. Four times over. There was no Christmas spirit in no four Christmas Christmases. spirit. So I think we've spent the last four weeks trying to get it back. That's what, it. Really, it really colored. <laughs> it like it really colored our approach to the to Christmas because yeah, we were it in really did. such a Christmas hole that we had we had to climb out of it fast. So we were like. Let's just inject the most Christmassy movies that we can find. Yeah. Like, I don't think we had plans Mm-mm. to do today's movie. Um, not until, I think we both not until yesterday. <laughs> not until yesterday afternoon. Um, we both, no one was looking for this movie. We had no plans to do it. No. I, I had plans to watch like... it in my personal life, but not. Oh, okay. But not, not for this. I truly, truly feel like hadn't had we not misstepped so hard on four Christmases, yeah. we wouldn't be here we wouldn't today. Be here today. We would not be here today. We would have felt satisfied. We might have moved on. Mm-hmm. We might have recorded it something else. Something else, but we did last week. Last week we didn't do a Christmas movie. We just, I mean, they won't know that. But <laughs> personally, <laughs> the last release that we did was a Christmas movie. But we've been it we've was. been building, 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 and this one We're building felt, that backlog. This one felt. Very Christmassy. It did. And I like it. I also want to say, so we mentioned we didn't um, decide to do this one until yesterday. Right. I want all readers at home to know Stephen pitched this one. I did. And he he pitched it as, it's like under the Tuscan sun, but in Scotland. And was I wrong? (laughs) No, I was not wrong. I Under the Tuscan Sun was dying. Under the Tuscan Sun <laughs> is my favorite movie of all time. I think it's it's it is the how good is that movie? It is a perfect it is the perfect movie from start it's to the finish. best movie. It's my favorite movie of all time. I will never not love that movie. It's everything. It's romance. It's a thriller. Remember? If you don't we, know the plot scream. of Under the Tuscan Sun, a woman goes to Italy, falls in love with the house, buys it, renovates it, lives there, finds love. Makes friends with the locals. This it's, is has everything. the same movie, except it's in <laughs> Scotland. And I think that we could, or anybody, 
could make the under the Tuscan sun formula work in any country. And in fact, I'd like to see it. So I agree. I welcome it. Yeah. Please. If you've got an idea. And it could be sort of for a city and we could only start naming them sort of like, what was it called? The magic, like magic treehouse style where it's like, you know, under the Scottish rain. Boom. This one's done. Done. And then we know that it fits into this series. I'm down. And then once we do all the countries, all the women then come together. And they and they do they do it's like a, a Marvel yeah. it's like a Marvel movie and they build an ultimate dream house somewhere else. Wait, we need this yeah. this content. Yeah, I feel like it's the same movie. I'm sorry, it's the same movie. I might agree with you. I think yesterday I didn't. I think agree under the with Tuscan you, sun, but now I agree with you. I think uh, uh, okay, under the Tuscan sun, under the under the Tuscan Skun. sun is is arguably better. I will have to admit, like, okay, I would at least rather we're watch Under the Tuscan Sun. Because oh, you showed me their scores. Well, okay, good point. <laughs> I was just, I was about to get there. You were but getting there? Oh, I'm sorry. Let's speed up. So when I, was, <laughs> when I was looking up a castle for Christmas, if you Google it, the first thing that comes up is the associated Rotten Tomatoes score. And it is shocking to me that... Under the Tuscan Sun has, I believe, a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not fair. That is insane. You should that's that, not fair. that site should be defunct and everybody involved Shut should go to down. should go to prison. And mm-hmm. then and then a castle for a castle for Christmas has a 75%, which I think is fine. As long as Under the Tuscan Sun I keep messing up those words. As long as <laughs> Under the Tuscan Sun gets a 10-point or a 30-point bump into the 90s. Yeah, I would love to keep them comfortably... Um, I would like to keep Under the Tuscan Sun comfortably ahead Com- of A Castle for Christmas. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's rude that it's so low. Yeah. That's how you pitched it. That got me really excited. If you haven't we, seen the week- trailer for this for A, a Castle for Christmas... Oh, do yourself a favor. It's actually really good. Like, I... Most tra- I love trailers. I love trailers too. And I don't, I, the, there's nothing that I hate more than a serious trailer. And I love this no. one because it, it was just mm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And it, it really, really sold made me want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It was this movie or you're like, let's do another princess switch. And I was just like, I don't have that in me. I think we need to space those out every year. I think I think we need, I need to tackle a year those break. for the next two. <laughs> as much as I enjoyed the first one, I I do need a break. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't I don't need to revisit it just yet. Yeah, but you know I know it was my suggestion, but I really do think it was the right call. Oh yeah, I'll give you that. It was the right call. Um, I didn't have any other ideas. Yeah, I just like to clue everyone in yeah. on what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> well, I think the way we pitch these to each other is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, this is all done over text. But hear me out. It's like under the Tuscan sun, but in Scotland. But in Scotland, sold. And I do think that there is also, you know, and we talked about this too, like another argument to be made that the only reason that you would want to watch this movie is because Brooke Shields is also starring in it and it's her mm-hmm. movie. So like that was also intriguing to me because it's like, when was the last time you saw Brooke Shields in something. lead a movie? 
I know. It's I might tune minute. in for her. All of these like straight to Netflix and I was movies. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah, all these like straight to Netflix types. Yeah. It's like the what separates me from I want to watch that from Hell No is the the star attached. Yeah. So this is this was a hell yes because I do love Brooke Shields. Because they could have they could have plugged anybody into that movie and pushed it out, and I'm sure yeah. it would have gotten views. And but I think by adding in Brooke Shields, I think you know I think they're trying to do something with it. <laughs> yeah, and do something they did. They did. This was whimsy. This was oh so whimsical. So whimsical. Okay, I think I'll read the summary, it's which I quite enjoy. Super short. I love it's so succinct. It's great, and yeah. um, for once, I feel like it it puts the um, puts our co star, the other guy, the guy. <laughs> yeah, just puts him in his plates in a great way. Yeah, He's... but you know, don't take my word for it. Let me read it to you. <laughs> yeah, a castle for Christmas to escape a scandal. A best selling author, Brooke Shields, journeys to Scotland where she falls in love with a castle and faces off with the grumpy duke who owns it. True. That's what he is. He's so grumpy. A grumpy duke. He's so grumpy and he really he really charted a character arc for himself and <laughs> that no one else and was he was on board very for. rigid with it. It was like grumpy, yeah. grumpy, 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 happy, 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 grumpy. It was like, okay. <laughs> and then it was like grumpy, happy. It was, I felt that way. It was a true, like, I've never taken, like, a, a performing arts class, but I feel like when they give you, like, the model of a character arc for a movie, like, on page one, and then and then you get, like, more complicated diagrams later on, he used the first page. He was the first page, one, one note, grumpy. Grumpy to note. happy <laughs> man. I have such a hard time with stuff like this. I have such a hard time with let me be horrible the whole movie, but then you know they have to fall in love. Yeah. it's And you're, yeah. Ugh, well, you can go ahead. No, I was going to say that it. what the movie does a really good job of is it lobs all these problems at you. Problems with the castle, problem with the town, problems with him. But you never, ever see the impact of those problems at all. <laughs> and the benefit of not seeing the impact is that you don't need solutions. Because there are exactly. no issues in the movie. <laughs> like, there are not a one. The biggest issue... They talk about a ton. The only issue that actually has an actionable consequence that needs a solution is that the taxi breaks down in the last five minutes. Other than that, there are <laughs> no actual problems that lead to like people having to figure things out which i love but it, it yeah, creates a space light. where like the man doesn't really have to change his character or like hold himself accountable for like all of the really mean things that he says to brooke shields throughout the movie i know i'm just like how are we gonna make this work because you know there's like a turning point in every movie like this where they do have to like be like wait i actually love you and i'm like what's it gonna be in this movie yeah because um one of the things that the movie doesn't have which usually solves those problems and it's usually our favorite is that like the movie doesn't have a fun and game section where where normally the two leads are able to kind of drop their their charges against each other and realize that they're fun to be around the movie doesn't have <laughs> And he like kind of just keeps it up yeah, the whole time it, until the end. So it's it's kind of funny because there's never a moment where they where they address <laughs> like how mean he is. 
I know. He's so rude. Wait, and do you want to know what I felt really robbed of? What? I felt really robbed of that home reno thing, that home renovation angle that yeah. there was in Under the Tuscan Sun. Ex- well, where you get to watch her put like a dilapidated old house back together. Exactly. Like they, they, I missed they it. set up all these problems with the castle in the beginning. And then yep, they leaky. Nev- it's cold. No There's electricity. No it's like. All she did was redo her room. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll get into it. We're definitely getting like way ahead of ourselves. But I think that. Yeah. This is the preamble. So don't you worry. Don't worry. But just circle back. We loved it. <laughs> loved the movie. To circle back, it was whimsical and absolutely so funny and fun. Yeah. So go watch. Go give this a watch. Anyway. So, of course, the first Anyways. the first thing that I thought when the movie started, of course, they, they show you the title. You know what the title is because you clicked into it. But it shows you on the screen. Yeah. And I just mm-hmm. thought, like, that, the title, A Castle for Christmas, is Ugh. funny because it's the response to the question, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like... That is the funniest thing to ask for because it's something a child, right? Um, a, ca- a castle. I'll have a, I'll have a castle, mommy. And it was like, it's very funny. You mean a dollhouse? Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, we got you a castle. But she, uh, it was really funny to me to think about like, just like the literal, the literal, like the literal idea that she wants a castle for Christmas and then she buys it. And then the time jumps in this movie too, which we'll talk about, but it's just like a month later, three months later. 90 days flies by in the blink of an eye. She started her quest for the castle in September. (laughs) It's very strange. It's very strange like what they're doing for those 90 days together in the castle. I mean, anyway, but the movie doesn't begin in the the castle. We're in New York City. and Happy to see her. Love New York. It's a character. Yeah, it's a character. And then, like, interspersed with these shots of New York City, we also get, like, these covers of books, like, very generic books that... Yeah. That She's we like ass- a writer of serials or something. Right. Romance. Romance, novel, something. And I guess we're being told that she wrote these books. And yeah, her face is very big on the cover of all of them. Her face is very shocking. It's very big. But what is what was hard to piece together, and it took me a minute to realize this, is that everyone in the world has read these books. Everyone, everyone across space <laughs> everyone and time has read these books. That was un- doesn't matter where. That was unclear from the start because what they are really signaling is like you just said, like she's she's kind of like a romance writer, and it just didn't seem like a book series that transcended yeah space time everyone, gender age, preference everyone sexuality is, right so she's going on a or she's going to the drew barrymore show very topical was a really nice touch i had a little crisis because i was like it doesn't drew barrymore shoot in los angeles but she does not she shoots in new york no, she does shoot in new york but what's funny is when she <laughs> rolls up to to do her appearance on the drew barrymore show and we've been getting these signals like in a previous call that she had with her editor. Like mm-hmm. they are suggesting to us that she's been canceled, right? Like, yeah, like, they are not happy. They are riding out. There are signs. people rioting on the streets. Like they have taken yeah. to the streets. They want this woman dead. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I was nervous because I was like, oh God, like, are they going to make like a very uncomfortable, like, 
cancel culture thing where that's what I thought. She I thought she would some, did something very something bad, very bad. Because I was like, oh, yeah. that's going to be tough. Because like, how do we start with somebody who who said like, something so unlikable. egregious, right? Yeah, I was I was thinking like a Roseanne Barr. She sits sort of scandal, right? But lo and behold, she sits down on the couch or on an on, on an opposite chair from Drew. And we find out that she killed off a character. She just killed off that a character. That was it. That's it. And <laughs> people are People pissed. are pissed. And she thought that Drew Barrymore was going to be a safe space, but Drew lights her up for it too. She's like, how? Drew goes, I got to agree with them. I got to agree with them. <laughs> it was, Damn, Drew. It was so bizarre. I was like, okay, okay, I I'll, wrote, I'll go along for this ride. I wrote, this feels like a documentary. I hate this. I'm so uncomfortable. It's too real right it's now. It's too real. And I was just like, okay, as somebody who lives in New York City, I'm like, okay, guys, like, I think we can survive this. Like, like this was- I think this, we can handle it. This made me feel embarrassed to be a New Yorker. <laughs> if this was how we were going to react to- I think everyone forgot the next minute. To a, to a novelist, like, <laughs> killing, killing a character. A character. Also, okay, if you're going to have the novelist kill a character, I think it has to be Harry Potter-esque. I think it has to be, like you said, it has to transcend um, a little more. Yeah. It's got to be like a Game of Thrones kind of kill off. Yeah. Um, the fact that these seem to be romantic. Yeah, it was. Maybe we're putting that on her. Yeah. That she, oh, she's a woman, so she must write romance novels. Like, maybe that's actually not true. No, but I, I think it was romance-based because when Drew is talking to her, she also, like, drags her for being like wait a second didn't you just get divorced and maybe you're just like projecting your your anger onto the character and like we didn't oh my god and drew did well drew did so well navigating those actor moments like yeah i couldn't do that job i could not do that job i did that is why i did like the scene because it it allowed us to figure out who this brooke shields is yeah i won't be calling her sophie brown it allowed no. us to figure out who Brooke Shields is. <laughs> Why she's, would you? She's divorced. She's a famous author. Yep. And mm-hmm. um, she's had it. She's had it with these people. And she yeah. she communicates that by, in her beautiful red jumpsuit, standing up and attacking the camera <laughs> with a yeah. verbal speech. I could have killed him off. I could have killed him off worse. I could have done cyanide. And she just goes on a rampage. Love it. I love a babe out. Yeah. Mm. It was beautiful. It was funny to me because like it's very like um like this this idea of like hmm what would a viral clip look like? It's like Brooke act act crazy. Just act yeah. nuts. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. I loved. I just wrote that this opening, this few minute of an opening cuz quite actually it's a couple minutes. Um, it's all my favorite things, okay? Yeah. This New York City skyline, the books, we get right into it and then wait, the opening line of the movie. Do you believe in love at first sight? Oh, my God. Me neither. Me neither. And then you find out it's like the opening line of her book. Yeah, because she only repeats it three more times. But Three more times after that. <laughs> it's funny. But I love those first few minutes. Well, after that, she goes back to her apartment, and she's, like, packing. And what's this, this phone call did make me laugh when her college... <laughs> Um, age daughter calls her and like randomly brings up the castle in Scotland. The castle. <laughs> and I was like, 
I was like, hmm, I wonder if this will come back. Like, it was... there's there's this Vogue article, um, and it says sixty things I thought of while I watched a Castle for Christmas, and one of her points is, ooh, the daughter brought up a castle. Wonder if that's coming back. Literally. Did I write so that article? Good. It was like... Yeah, did you write this article? I think this is you. Okay, that it just made me laugh because it was... There's a million ways we could have got Brooke Shields to, like, go to Scotland. But, yeah. like, the fact that her daughter just brings up this castle was funny. Especially because, like, what was... What they were a little bit confusing about at this moment was that... They were sort of like suggesting like it was her grandparents' castle. And I'm like, it wasn't. I know. It, it wasn't at all. And he moved away so soon. He like moved he was away. a child when the grandfather moved away from the castle. Yeah. After he defiled it upstairs. It would be like it would be like your your daughter one day being like, Hey Mom Chanel, remember that place your dad worked, that office building? Wouldn't it be cool <laughs> to go visit it? It would be like, What? No. <laughs> Why? Why? He worked yeah, there. Yeah, the daughter. He, worked, he didn't he like. He didn't build he the. Ca- there. He didn't build the castle. Yeah, and he got. She says like in the exposition like that he got kicked out when they were young. He went and like carved his name upstairs, and yeah, they found which him. Which is wrong. That's yeah, it's vandalism, <laughs> and his family. <laughs> Even if you work there, you can't carve your name in a wall. No. And his family got like ousted from the castle, the McGinties, yeah. quickly. Well, but, but while the grandfather was still a boy. Sorry. But she has that that picture of him in 1959 in front of the castle. Oh, we know. We've and seen can it. I just say, Dun Dunbar feels like a typo. That's what I said because I thought Don Dunbar. I said that must be that must be someone's name. Dun Dunbar. Castle Dun Dunbar. <laughs> castle Dunbar. That is that is what I would like them to call it. Castle Dunbar. Not when they're like Castle Dun Dunbar, I'm like, did you stutter? And they always <laughs> repeat. They always say it. Like they'll drop Castle and they'll just refer to Dun it Dunbar. as Dun Dunbar. <laughs> and they, you can remind yeah. yourself because she has it on one of her mugs that she drinks from. <laughs> That's got to be something lost in translation. Yeah. Maybe Dun is like the. Probably. I, I don't. You know? My Scottish isn't where I would like it to be, but it's it's. I'm not there yet either. Don't don't beat yourself but up. But anyway, she she does she you know listens with one ear to her, her daughter and she's in Scotland mm-hmm. with within the first 10 minutes, probably even sooner actually. Within the first 5. Yeah. She's in Scotland. <laughs> within the first 5 actually. Yeah. And we love this time and time again in a star vehicle and I'm going to say we definitely doubly love it in a Christmas movie like this. Waste no time getting me where we got to go. Yeah, and... We love it. I love it. Love to see it. It's like this beautiful little Scottish town. She... Idyllic. She takes Mm -hmm. a cab ride from this guy who is the only cab driver Mm. in town. And... I appreciated the subtitles there. Loved. (laughs) They wanted you to scream with laughter, but... (laughs) It was was appreciated. I was like, oh, okay, that's what he's saying. Yeah. It was... (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. When she gets off the air, airport. He's like, you're American. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like the translation is like, you're American. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and Brooke's like, what? Um, he takes her to like the hotel that she's going to stay at. And the local inn. The, they've, yeah. um, they've, they've read the book. They've read the book. <laughs> and then, but it did make me, it reminded me of our favorite article of all time. 
Shakespeare in the Bush because... Oh, I was going to say American Girl Cafe. No, because... <laughs> My day at the American Girl Cafe. <laughs> no, I, it was it was very Shakespeare in the Bush because it was like, wow, we love different, the different Bush. cultures read this differently. They were yes. all like, they're all like, oh, you finally, you killed off that guy. Like, yeah, we hated we him. We hated him. This is her like perspective shift midlife movie. Love it. Totally. And love it. There's like a cast of characters at the inn, and mm-hmm. like one of them knits, one of them sweeties, bunch of sweethearts. Yeah, one of them like kind of runs the group. Another guy is getting over his his like partner passing. Another lady yeah hasn't a, spoken since. Is it bakes is it bakes goods, and then what I thought they were setting up here, which I think would have made more sense, was that like each of the people at the at the hotel. They have like a unique skill, like knitting the the woman who she becomes really good friends with. Like she's like clearly like the organizer of the group and like is a yeah, good man. The manager. And then the yeah. woman makes baked goods. I was like, and then once we find out that the castle is in financial trouble, like they can't keep tourists in, I was like, oh, she's gonna bring them in to run the tourism at the castle. Yeah, in the castle. Didn't happen. Yeah. They all have a skill. <laughs> it didn't happen. Didn't go down that way. I was like, that seems so easy. I need to see an earlier shooting draft. Right? Maybe maybe politics got in the way. Well, maybe they were like, we need more Carrie El- Elwes to spice this up. It just seemed weird to introduce these characters who had clear skill sets that would fit into a tourist destination and then not yeah. give them a- Not use it. Yeah, because like they didn't work at the hotel. They didn't have jobs. No, I know. So it was like they I had I feel time. like they were- I feel like it's almost rude. They almost, at this point, at the end, they almost look like freeloaders. Because you're like, you have all these skills. Fucking use them. Use them. Use it <laughs> or lose it. You're sitting here at the pub all use day. Use it or lose it. Knitting in a circle. Knitting in a circle. It just felt weird. That was, I was funny. Like, I, didn't, I was like, okay, we're not doing that. But um, Well, we have our movie brains on when we're watching. And we're looking for those tenuous connections. And we're just not getting any payoff. Yeah, right. Um. <laughs> Didn't didn't happen, but it's Brooke is Brooke is like one of those famous not not Brooke her character, but I'm just gonna call her Brooke. She's like one of those famous people who clearly loves to front as somebody who doesn't like being recognized, but she likes to loves be it. recognized. Loves it. She, Thrives off of she, it. Actually, she like it's almost like for sport, she goes to small towns hoping to be recognized and just. Oh my. You've read my book. It was like, oh, you did. That's um, that's so weird. Like, I can't. You probably hate me right now. Oh my god, guys, give me your worst. And then they, they're like, <laughs> no, sit down. <laughs> I like almost wished she went to this inn and nobody knew who she was. Well, that's really. And then they, it came out later. That's sort of where I thought it was going. Was that yeah. Like not they it. would not recognize her. It would kind of be this mystery, like how she's able to afford this castle, and then. Yeah, because I think they made her a little too successful. She's had too many bestsellers yeah. to the point where there's no motivation to go to a castle to write a 20-something bestseller. And as we see... Who cares? We, you have enough. And we see throughout the movie, especially towards the end, like what they are communicating to us throughout the movie is that she has more money than God. Like she exactly. has she has enough money to like solve all the problems in the world. So yeah. it's... And pay off all the mortgages in town. Exactly. So we'll come to find. So it's so where I thought they were gonna what they what I where I thought this was going was that they weren't gonna know who she was 
And since she's there to write a book, like I thought she was going to like write a book about these people and then that would cause drama. Like they would be like, hey, we befriended you. We, we, We let you into our group and then you did this to us. Like I didn't like that. But uh, yet again, nope. the only thing we know about her is she's a writer, and the only thing she doesn't do when she's there is write. right. But I will, I do want to say that one of my favorite dynamics in movies, and you see this in hundreds, is the dynamic between the writer and an editor. The ed- like the frustrated oh editor. Oh my god, those f- endless phone calls. It's like, like how many movies? Time is money, baby. What are you doing? It's the same trope. Like the scene of the writer like lying and being like, "I started," and you see their computer scream and they write the, and then it's like, oh. <laughs> and they backspace it. <laughs> I was like, I "Wow, screamed. this is a classic." Like this is a classic movie relationship between writer I, and editor. I absolutely squealed when we looked at her screen and it was Microsoft Word. Microsoft Word, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you don't write your book in Microsoft Word. I'm I'm 100% positive. Well, not just that, but I was like, I don't know a lot about a lot, but I don't think that to write a novel, you you just start, right? You wouldn't I know, I wanted to see her note cards. <laughs> it would have been cool if we saw her click off of an outline and onto a blank page. Right. But the short, you're right, like this tropey shorthand of like, yeah, I'm 20, I've, I'm already broke the first chapter, cut to blink screen cursor blinking yeah the the glow of the white page staring her in the face right love it and love what it. i was also <laughs> waiting for and like this just shows you like how wrong it was about this movie is like typically when there's an we were wrong when there was an when there's like an editor like this nine times out of ten at a critical moment in the movie the editor arrives on scene to pull the person to check. right yeah i was like yeah. okay that didn't happen <laughs> that didn't happen either nope <laughs> She was just on FaceTime a bunch. Kind of there, I think she was there to mark time, which yeah. is always appreciated. Like, I'm always, yeah, I always appreciate that. Yeah. How many pages do you got? It's been a month. Well, okay, you know, this, stuff like this that. actually goes back to what we were just talking about, about her magnitude as a writer. <laughs> it's like, okay, she's her editor since her fourth book. They tell us that. And yeah. page one, fourth if book. If she's been her editor since her fourth book, that means she's also made. An insane amount of money. She's of, good. Uh, to be that pushy with arguably the the, <laughs> the most popular author in the world. If I was Brooke Shields, I would have been like, you're fired. Take, See you later, lady. Down. You've lost you're your mind. You're clearly money grubbing. Yeah. And like, I'm not here for it. Yeah, I would have been like, it's Christmas. I was like, enough is enough. I know. For all the things they were very pointed with and all the information that they kind of spoon feed you. Yeah. Like a and we're supposed to lick up. The one thing that they didn't really harp very much on is I think she's there to unkill the guy. Or like that's what the editor says. Like the editor's like, they want another Emma Gale novel Uh, and you have to unkill. You have to write this wrong that you've put the country through. Right, right, yeah. You've you've made people sick and you need to write this wrong. And Brooke Shields is like having her midlife crisis moment where she's like, no, he had to die. So we love a strong babe. But okay, we have to get to the castle, I think. Yeah, because okay, we're on the minute titular... eight. Now we're on minute eight. And she is Yeah. <laughs> Folks at home, this is quite actually okay, this, eight. Okay, in the movie. before they get to the castle, this is really quick. She's in no! she's in her room and she goes, Is is Dun Dunbar far from here? And she's like Right the, over the hill. The woman's like she's right there. Like <laughs> it's right. There. 
<laughs> I was like, there are three things in this town. Like, <laughs> like it's also really- you didn't look up that the castle is paces from your bread and bre- bed and breakfast. Exactly. Sweets. Like we know you, you did. Randomly, you do your randomly research. Book the hotel, like hoping that it's close. It was. It just hope made, it's close. It just sort of made me laugh because what was funny about the scene is that they direct your your attention towards the window. And she says, it's just over the hill. Now, yeah. you would expect to see the castle outline uh, over the hill. I was expecting There's to see it. No, nothing. nothing. It's just a little hill. <laughs> it's just a landscape. <laughs> it was, I don't know why. Like, it just made me laugh because, like, clearly they were, you know, they didn't have an inn across the street from the castle. But it was just I know. Like a funny, I love, like, subverting expectations. It was just like a that. funny line to add in because, like, <laughs> obviously the castle's nearby. You didn't need to show us. They had a lot of funny, funny lines in this. I mean, she bikes the there. Toast. She bikes there. How hard could it be? Yes. I lived for those biking scenes. Those were beautiful. Yeah. Definitely under the Tuscan sun S. Oh, very under the Tuscan sun. Oh, I loved it. Some of the music choices during those biking sequences were. Yeah. Like she, mm. okay. So the Just next kiss. day or whatever that day, she bikes over to Dun Dunbar. Dun Dunbar. <laughs> Castle Dun Dunbar, <laughs> where a, a frustrated group of tourists is leaving. They refuse to yeah. buy anything from the gift shop. They just they just can't get out of there quick enough. Yeah. They're like, not worth it. <laughs> Don't go. And she's like, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. You've just missed the tour. And she's like, well, can I just like wander around? I was and like, absolutely like, not. They're like, In what no. world? In what world can you just wander around? <laughs> she felt real entitled to the grounds of this castle. She just felt like she feels entitled. I own the place. But... but we, as the viewer, you are still sort of operating with this knowledge that this is her grandfather's castle. It's, it's yeah, you think. Well, that would be the only reason that you would feel entitled to walk around the castle. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, what I was expecting, and again, I've been wrong about everything in the movie. I was expecting yep. them to take her on a tour and at the very end be like, hey, what's your name? And then she says yeah. whatever. And then they go. And they're like. <gasps> she's royal like this is your home like what are you doing yes and then she goes i know yeah i was i was waiting for that too (laughs) they didn't give me anything that i wanted but they gave me what they didn't they gave me what i didn't know i wanted right which is nice it was fun to be surprised at every i love surprises so carrie carrie ellis gives her a tour and right away I don't know if disgruntled you disgruntled groundskeeper. <laughs> disgruntled groundskeeper, but there are like these scenes where, like, I don't know why, but like when they talk, they get so close to each other's faces. Like from minute one, he's like, so he's just was to let so us, intense, yeah, just, so scary. Yeah, would have thought he got violent <laughs> with women in the past, and I was like, we need to watch out for him. He's scary. Yeah, like what they were like, what they wanted you to think was like. Ooh, hot. But like it came across very uncomfortable. Like predatorial. Predatorial. Scary. And like, okay, so imagine you go to a tour assassination. There's a there's a licensed tour guide, so you think. And he says, No, I can't give you a tour. But then some stranger working outside says, I'll give you a tour personally. Follow me. I say No thank I'm you. I'm all set. Yeah, I'll come I'll back come tomorrow. Back tomorrow. <laughs> But she doesn't. She goes with this madman into the house. Yep. And, and it's a normal you know, tour. It's, great. it's a normal tour. It's a normal castle. It's nice looking. And then <laughs> and then at a certain point in the tour, he like gets called away because there's like a an opportunity for them to maybe have someone do a wedding. And then Brooke sneaks off 
into the upper part of the castle very beauty and the beast she's going to the west wing she's not allowed the west wing forbidden okay this yeah. and again i know it's a really small moment but it made me laugh okay the west wing area and i'm only calling it the west wing because that's the only reference i have it has like a movie theater rope blocking it off you know like yeah and can't go it, past here okay i don't know why this made me laugh so hard instead of just stepping this is a comedy instead of just stepping over it so he wouldn't know where you went she, un- she like, unhooks it, it. <laughs> I was like and then she walks up the stairs. I know, I know, like, it was one of those things that clearly, like, they didn't think about it when they were shooting. But They didn't think about but, it. But, like, I'm sure as Brooke Shields, she was like, oh, if I want to get past the rope, I have to unclip it. But it's like, <laughs> then ha- he finds her in 30 seconds. Like, Yeah. Like, also her hand. She's, like, closing the door. Oh, my God. And her hand is, like, closing the door. And then he comes up and sees her yeah. hand. And I'm like, oh, you, you think you're being smooth. She goes up to check on, like, this wood carving into the door that her dad did, which is, we then find out, is, like, the reason why him and his family or her family were, like, kicked off the grounds. But well, yeah. It, and this was where I really found him to be really irredeemable. Is that okay? He catches her. He was absolutely irredeemable. He catches her in the West Wing, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, um, you know what? I'm sorry, but look, look at this. It's my grandfather's name. Yeah. He he could care less. He she could have been <laughs> speaking in Spanish. Like he was just like, and uh huh. What next? Next. He's like, get out. And as the audience, you really are waiting for that moment. You're like, you're waiting for the, the realization to wash over his face. You're waiting like, for his family, draw, like she his... belongs here. Correct. And at this point, <laughs> we don't know, and certainly she doesn't know, that this is his castle. Yeah. We think he's just a groundskeeper still. Right. Because he's in a jumpsuit. He's kind of dirty. He, he's overworked. He's, he's, he's yeah, he's really, he's kind of brutish with her. Yeah, and he's just irredeemably mean, like you said. And he's just like, um, how would you like it if someone like barged into your house like this? And I'm just like, wow, okay, all right. Yeah. It was, it was very, it, Ugh. It, it, what, looking back on the scene, it makes more sense. But in the moment, it's so confusing because you don't know what Brooke Shields' relationship is to the castle yet. Or, or the idea that you have is wrong, and you don't know that it's his castle. So it's kind of like two strangers arguing about nothing. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're like there's right, no stakes. You know nothing. You know nothing at this point. You don't know he's literally the duke. You don't. There's and and there's you, no way for you to know that. By the way, there's no way. Because if you're listening to this, they don't and, want you to know. They don't want you to know. And if you're listening to this and you're saying I knew, you're wrong. Because you're kidding you didn't yourself. Know. You didn't know. You're a liar. <laughs> two strangers <laughs> arguing two strangers, about nothing. <laughs> just didn't, nothing that matters. Yeah. It was so bizarre. It was the most bizarre scene. He kicks her to the curb and he's like, get out and don't ever come back. <laughs> and then she goes back to the, the castle inn. I think that's what the, the place is called, right? Yeah, it's like the yeah, the castle inn, yep. So cute. And, Such a good place. Um Okay, maybe if I was Scottish, like, the interdynamics between Ireland and Scotland, I guess, would make a little bit... I don't, I think it must color this movie, the, the idea mm. that he's Scottish and then her family was Irish working for them. I feel like that must play a part in the movie 
Yeah, it, I didn't but it's, totally get it. I didn't... Lost on me. It was lost, but I feel like it must add, like, some sort of texture to the movie because, like, what we find out is her her father's family name was, like, McGinty, and she's Irish. The movie takes place in Scotland. I don't know. I feel like... I felt like it was there for a reason. I just didn't really understand, like, what the dynamic was between those two, like, two different, like, cultures kind of, like, colliding at this castle. But I feel like there must be something to it. Yeah, I think as like a, I think what they're hoping is that you're a stupid American yeah. watching this. Which, uh, hello, hey, I'm right here. I, I mean, think I, I was like, I oh, they're. I didn't dig into it at all. So like, <laughs> I think my like assumption was like, oh, they're like brothers, right? Like, they're kin, like like brotherlands, well, Ireland, Scotland, hold, holding hands. It's funny like, they're though the same. because at the end of the movie, and this is their family. <laughs> at the end of the movie, when she goes back on the Drew Barrymore show. They mention this idea where Drew is like, oh, isn't that in that area that's Ireland and Scotland? It was very weird. Remember that at the end of the credits? Yeah, I, I, I'm like, okay. Okay, there's, I can't do anything with this information, but I just, it's just something that I feel no, like No, no, because you, if, if something's mentioned in a movie, you kind of lean in and you're like, remember that. And they circle back File to that it. away. They circle back to it. Yeah, and you're like, what's that for? And you're right, it's unclear to me I think there must be whether some it was there. good or bad I don't know there has because to be go ahead my thing is like the scarier dynamic the scarier thing that could have happened is like they're at war <laughs> well I think there's and I'm like this is an easy breezy movie I think there's just some sort of like pow- power dynamic in play where this Carrie Elwes character is Scottish he owns this Scottish castle and the people that worked on the land and took care of it were Irish. There just seems to be some yeah. sort of like yeah, yeah, dynamic yeah. at play where um, to your point, like it wasn't dumped in the movie for no reason, but the reason yeah. is still unclear. <laughs> Agree. Yeah. I think it, yeah. And also it's, it's the ruled, it's like his ego is about to get really bruised because he was the ruler. Yeah. The ruling class. Um, and he, you know, the worker bee is about to buy his castle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spoiler alert. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, she goes back to the, the to the hotel, and they find out that the castle is for sale. Yep. Lucky for us. Lucky for us. The one thing I wish they would have told us is how much the castle was. I'd love a price tag. I would love a price tag. To make the crux of the movie about her buying the castle, like... Tell us how much it costs. You you said this in the beginning. They can't give us that information because then they have to like, then there has to be um, solutions, and they don't want you to have any. They don't want to have to deal with solutions. Yeah. So like, if her one in over inflated down payment, yeah, um, deposit payment mm-hmm. could keep them afloat for months. Yeah. They don't want to put a number on yeah. that. They just want to. They just thinking. want you to say. They want you to say this, her down payment can keep us afloat for three months. Okay. So it's just like a general lies. Yeah. Because if money. her down payment was, I don't know, $100,000, I'm like, that feels low. Yeah. <laughs> for a castle. Yeah. She's, yeah. Okay. So what they're, they're telling us is that it's not cheap. And, yeah. And I they're think they're putting it in terms that will, that only make sense in the world of this movie. Okay. Got it. <laughs> So she decides on the whim to buy the castle. She has to go back, unfortunately, mm-hmm. to, to buy yep. it. And then she's shocked to find out 
that Carrie Elwes is the owner yep. of yep. the castle. The smug duke. And she's like, oh, I can't believe this. Your honor, <laughs> your your grace. Your and grace. he's like, actually, yeah, I don't know what he says, actually. I, actually, it's your whatever. Yeah, it was... Um, it was it was strange because he's like shooting pots in the air. Yeah, he's right? like clay pigeons. I think they shoot. Yes, and there's a tea table right next door. Yeah, and what we find out is that like he rejects her offer because he doesn't want some American coming and buying it. And then we find out from like the mortgage provider that if if he doesn't take her offer, then the bank is going to seize control yeah. of the property. Yeah, you just gave the ca- Dun yeah. Dunbar to the bank. And, and he's <laughs> Dun like, Dunbar. shit, Dun Dunbar. So <laughs> they eventually decide to do the deal. And with this very weird term that she has to move in immediately. Weird, yes. And he's going to like, stay there. He's violent. I'm scared of him. <laughs> for 90 days. And her deposit yeah, it, is un, is non-refundable. Mm-hmm. And it's like in escrow for 90 days. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. She wants this castle bad. So she agrees. Yeah. It was it was a weird terms because the 90 days, she basically has to survive living with him. <laughs> it's and name. if she moves right. out, she loses her deposit. So it's like... That's wild. It's a weird premise where... It feels like what 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 they think it feels like is it feels cute, but it actually doesn't because they've only had two interactions and they've been very very negative. So <laughs> now they have to live together overwhelmingly negative. <laughs> Over like they have to live together and like she's going into his lair, not the other way around. Like he knows all he knows where everything. The and crannies, yeah, like the secret hiding places, she's playing, the dungeons. She's playing on his turf. I was like, it's so scary. I was like, um, I'll sleep at the hotel and I'll come here during the day. I would the sleep day. at the hotel too for the ninety days. Also, I thought this is going to be the ninety days of um, him showing her how much work because he does make a point to say this. He says, "I'll get her out. She doesn't know how much work Dun Dunbar is. Yeah. I'll show her." So he thinks he's going to show her how hard of a job it is to upkeep a castle, yeah. which I actually think is a valid point. Um, it's a lot of work. We never see to it. keep up the grounds. We, my point exactly. <laughs> Do we never? Yeah. See him. We don't even see him give a lesson in how to clean anything. anything. Nothing. Not not how to fix it. Not how to fix a stone. Yeah. I'm expecting a montage at the very least of him being like, "We only get this is what you have to do in the garden. The this way, is how you have to weed." We only get one montage in the movie, and it comes towards the There's end. There's no montages in this movie. At the end, where he misses her, he's remembering, and it's almost like she's dead. But we'll get into that. In a Those are my least favorite types of montages. So They're so bad. corny. Anyway, but you're right. Like he takes her on a tour of the castle. Um, again, the real tour. And this was this is where I was like, okay, this movie is gonna get good because he's showing her how like the work. The work that has to go into it, all the issues, and like you get to see all the cool areas of the West Wing and like um like like the real castle. And then what's weird yeah. is he goes, Okay, the castle has twelve bedrooms. He puts her in the most dangerous room and <laughs> the she leaky freezing accepts one. it. It's weird she accepts it. It is so bizarre she doesn't go, no, I'm going to take one on the first floor where there's heat. 
I'll sleep in the living room. Like, it was so... Yeah, I'll, I'll take the couch where there's a fireplace. Nope. It was weird. First I room didn't he gives her... It. She takes it. And I, I think the movie is trying to get you to go, oh, he's not getting to her. She's oh. going to go, okay, fine. No big deal. Okay, I like it, it here. I like being cold. You know, we all know that kind of person. It just didn't... I did that to my siblings a lot. Yeah, okay. Like, so you get this she one. She, like, almost and wants to prove a point. Like, you're not gonna... Yeah. You're not gonna... You're not gonna deter me. You could get so, so. sick in a room like that. It was freezing cold. She scared me. It was, it was freezing. freezing. I've been freezing at night. And there's it's the damp, worst feeling. There's damp water. It was damp very, air. very dangerous. But they... Shivering in the middle of the night is truly the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. I hate it. It was... So cold. It was... I don't know. It felt, I, I, again, like it, the movie thought it was going into this cute category where it was like, oh, she's going to show him. But it really like also it's dangerous. adds another tally into like he's a madman and he <laughs> he is do- playing this sick game on her to be like, let's see what you can handle. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's uncomfortable. Uh, but she handles it like a champ. And I will say this. What? It does give us... It gives her an excuse for the rest of the movie to always be draped in a cloth of some sort. She, She's yeah. always got an oversized I scarf loved, on, a blanket. I love the clothing in this movie. It was so cozy. Me too. It was gorgeous. It yeah. was cozy. The only problem is that like the lighting was so dark that her... And I don't want to call anyone out, but the makeup artist, I don't think did a great job. The makeup was bad. The makeup was bad. Her foundation was so caked on and it was just a shame because like she's so beautiful and she looks great. It was just like, it was too overdone for the casualness of the movie. Like she got up and she had like a full face of makeup on and combined with that, like her hair looked great, which is fine. I get it. You're in a movie, but you're right. Like uh, below the neck, it was like sweater, 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 like casual skirts she had a lot of maxi skirts <laughs> she was dressed to the nines and i appreciated it she yeah looked gorgeous. it was just the face just, just didn't match the vibe of the movie i know i i did write brooke shields could not have been happy about how she ended up looking in this movie her and eyes were I, so at dark. first i at first wanted to blame the lighting yeah because okay in a christmas movie normally you kind of get that soft like blown out face look like yeah. um if you've ever watched like Giada De Laurentiis on the cooking channel, her face is like, it's like, it's just blown out. Like all the dark circles under her eyes have light coming at them. Yeah. So well, we don't have that. Brooke there's Shields, no soft lighting yet, especially in this dark, damp castle. Yeah. So the lighting is quite hard and harsh. So you can see all of Brooke's like fine lines and whatever. And I'm down for it because I love a gracefully, like I love a woman who doesn't pump her face. Yeah. But you're right with the eye makeup. It was so dark. It was dark. But- um. So I just feel like Brooke ultimately couldn't have liked the outcome yeah it she's a businesswoman <laughs> she is a businesswoman <laughs> yeah you're right but luckily she's luckily she's able to have her friends from the inn come and help her redo her room which was really funny this to was me. nuts <laughs> i just really transforms uh, if i would have walked in afterwards i would have said how am I going to tell these people that I don't want any of this stuff? Like it was the <laughs> ugliest stuff I've ever seen in my life. I'm just like, clearly the room needs structural help, but they made it seem like some yarn and a fire oh really just could do the just damn like, thing. And I'm like, just like <laughs> knits everywhere. And I was like, 
you're right. Like that's not the problem, ladies. Like we need a. These are band aids. We need and a we mason. Need... We need somebody who's <laughs> able to patch the walls. We need a contractor. Is anyone in this knitting circle a, con- a closet contractor? Yeah. It was like okay. I would have been like okay, thanks. Like <laughs> see you later. But it seemed to really help because the room looked a lot warmer after that. And there was no more leaky ceiling. And she's still wearing cozy knits, but now because she wants to. Not because she has to. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah, it's her choice. It's not because of the weather. It's because she is feeling, she's feeling good. I need to pause and ask you, is Brooke Shields a hairdresser? What? <laughs> this movie? Wait, what are you talking about? The green hair. The, the knitting circle friend who also bakes. Yeah. So you made it a point to say everyone has like a hobby. Oh, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Does Brooke Shields make it a point to do everyone's hair? Does she? Do you remember that she did, she does the, the girl's green hair? Oh, is that why she says towards the end when she gives her the dress, it matches your hair? Yeah. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah, I guess. was so confused at this point in the movie. She doesn't really have a lot. She doesn't have a whole lot to offer the group. Brooke, Brooke is like the only one not really bringing too much to the table. And then it seems like they were making her little small town hobby hairdressing. <laughs> Which we never see. You're right. I, I honestly but it glossed does right over place. me. Because <laughs> it takes place off screen. Because, yes, because at the end when she does give them the dresses, <laughs> she says to the girl, Look, it matches your hair. And I was like, yes. she has brown hair. I was like, What are you talking about? It was so confused. <laughs> the green pieces. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Didn't, didn't and at, notice at that. At one point, I think I, I'm blanking on the exacts of it all, but uh, she does the whole town's hair because at the end someone's like you guys look different. It's it's trying to it's trying to make the point that Brooke came and like transformed the small town. Okay, she has something and to they, offer them. She has something to offer them, and they all go around and they're like, "She did my hair. She did my hair too. Look, she did my hair." And I'm like, "Is Brooke Shields a hairdresser?" <laughs> so confusing. Got it. So, okay, no. Okay, that was my little addendum. Um. Okay, Brooke Shields is a hairdresser. Okay. Um. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. Okay. So this Write this it. like main chunk of the movie is is now where Brooke Shields finds out that her ex-husband is going to get married on Christmas. And then that yeah. sort of just becomes the motivation for her to really just kind of forget about all the mean things that Carrie Ellis has said to her and just, and just live in the moment and just kind of have fun yeah. with him. And we're treated to some like nice scenic shots of Scotland as they drive around and do things. And... This the abridged fun and game section. The section we it, wanted though. more from. But it's not even fun. It's really just like them driving around and doing and like looking at things. They go to they go to another castle, which she's like, "Don't you want to move here?" And she's like, "No." And then no, I want yours. <laughs> I want yours. I like yours. And there's oh, there's so much banter where he's like, "Oh, let me show you to my favorite room," and she's like, "Don't you think it will be my favorite room?" And they're like, "It's like we get it, we get it," <laughs> but they're 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 flirting. They're flirting. They're fl- we're supposed to believe that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, he's still so scary to me. So scary. What I thought, and again, I'm wrong about everything. What I thought this section of the movie would be <laughs> is like, okay, here's the problem. The problem is that the castle is not making money from tourists to sustain itself. What's the solution? The solution is Brooke Shields is going to help revamp the castle, redo it, bring people in. Drive tours. No, there are, to they don't do any None any renovations. They don't do any product strategizing. 
We don't see them making any new merch. Like, there's nothing. nothing. It's very strange. She's fashionable. She's a hairdresser. They could have made a shirt look great. I'm the, confident. The Dun Dunbar Salon. Like, they could have made this into <gasps> a beauty a spa. So it's like... That would have been I'm cool. Like, I'm like the Dun Dunbar Salon. I'm struggling to remember the events of the middle section because... What's what you what you're supposed to keep in mind is that she is spending ninety days and ninety nights with this man, and before you it's know it, all of a sudden we're like, oh, it's almost Christmas. And yeah, they do some time jumps. They go, it's been a month. She's still here. Yeah, and um, what the midpoint is the turning point in their romance though when she does take him to the pub after and he kind of loosens up oh yeah so so after they've been and spending they time do together, a song and a dance they go to the to the local local pub brooke shields does this yeah. weird like russian jig dancing which i think i think it's irish but okay it felt it felt out of place but i think she's think she's irish <laughs> <laughs> think she's we got doing that. a jig and um She's she's really the belle of the ball. Everyone in town likes her, and he needs to. He's a little stiff, and very stiff. Um, it it doesn't seem like he gets out a whole lot because the every time he's no. out, the community's like, "Oh, you're here. Oh, good to see you." But what's weird about it is that like, what they're also su- suggesting is that all these people are living on his land. This is this is the confusion. Okay, because what he eventually communicates to um, Brooke Shields is that the only reason that I'm selling this is because I owe money on the land that everyone in the town lives on. So I guess like we're operating from a very like feudal understanding where like these are the serfs who like live on the land. Yeah. But what's weird, what what doesn't make sense about it is that nor what what i would expect okay this castle is old like 500 years old or something like that yeah i, I thought the mortgage would have <laughs> mortgage would have been satisfied by this point like <laughs> i think they've got the original d yeah because normally i think <laughs> normally what the problems are with those old castles and i think this is where they made a mistake is that like okay you know how you, you can go on like online and you can like oh you can buy this castle in italy for a dollar right but <laughs> Come fix it up. But yeah. the laws in those countries say that if you own it, you're required to keep it to a certain historical standard. And most yeah, of the people that... it's got to be so history. So most of like the royals that own those places, they can no longer afford to keep them because they just can't pay the, the maintenance. But that is different than not paying <laughs> the mortgage on the land for the town. I know. I I felt so I felt so dumb. I'm like, okay, let's just say he owes money on the land. Right. Everyone who lives on the land is supposed to be paying him rent. Right. He, from what I understand, he wanted everyone to keep their homes. Correct. So he stopped collecting rent from them. So therefore, he could no longer pay the land. So therefore, he was going to lose the land. Yeah. So everyone was going to be displaced let's just, by the let's bank. Let's pretend that it's taxes instead. It's almost like he didn't pay his real estate taxes for this community. And now the bank so is going to repossess it. But I just didn't understand that. I'm like, okay, if everyone lives on land that he owns and pays him rent, right. 
And then she, they make it a point to be like, he's such a good person. He didn't want everyone to lose their homes, right. so he's keeping the castle afloat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if they pay him rent, it's I. He needs to raise their rent. I think the like, problem. What's the logic here? The problem here? is that like they, the movie interchanges like the word <laughs> rent and mortgage a lot, and I think it, it gets confused on itself because at, I didn't even try to unpack because at the it, very honestly. end. Brooke Shield says to the townspeople, I paid your mortgages and you'll never... All your, I'm going to pay all your mortgages. And you'll yeah. never have to worry about it again, implying that these people own their homes. And are just paying mortgages. Yeah. To the bank. To Is the he the bank? bank? No. Is the castle the bank? No. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm so confused and he, I, by that logic, but it was supposed to make you think he's a good person because yeah. he's protecting these people yeah, from losing he, their homes. He's Somehow. getting props for selling the castle and using that money to keep everyone else afloat. How they are all financially interwoven is Don't unclear. No idea. But we'll just go with maybe it. Maybe it's maybe it's like a town of um yeah, it's like a socialist town. Everyone pays into the pot. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He feels responsible. <laughs> I don't um, know. Either way, it's just like the relationship between the townspeople and him is very bizarre because it's like it's it's like who's who's scratching whose back like you know like I'd be mad at every townsperson ever I'd be like you're literally the reason I can't pay for this castle well right because if the problem is that they are not paying their share then that's one it's like who's bailing out who really <laughs> what's the deal mm-hmm. it, it's at that point in the movie though that the way he's grumpy and mean a is supposed to make sense and B is supposed to make show, make it so everyone forgives him. Like, yeah. yeah, he's grumpy when he comes down to the local pub. Yeah, he's in a bad mood. Everyone forgives it because they understand what sort of a stress he's under. Because they know they where do, their bread gets buttered. They know where their bread is being buttered and ultimately they're just like so thankful that yeah. he's a good person. That's right. That they're like, we're going to let him come here and, you know, be, be, a, be grumpy at the local pub. Right. Um, I'm like okay but I think to your point like this moment is also also supposed to signal to us like oh he's he's a human with feelings and like yeah because he's not Mr. Stone because when they go home this is when we get a little yes a little smooch or almost smooch I can't remember I think it's just a kiss they stand at the foot. Are you talking about when they stand at the foot of the stairs? Well, they go home after this night, and they stand at the foot of the stairs. Do they kiss or not? I'm, I'm at it right now. I think they don't. I think they decide to hug. <laughs> yeah, they just hug. Okay. But it, it's supposed to be ripe with sexual tension. It is. It is very. I was like, I don't know if I could fall in love with this it's guy. It's very ripe, and um, I can't do the. I'm gonna be absolutely horrible to you, but you're gonna see the best in me thing anymore it, this is like the problem with fairy tales i can't yeah but after this i think to your to your point low like what 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 the movie's saying is like either buy it or don't because what we're telling you is that they're in love and <laughs> let's go because after this it's like okay christmas is on the horizon and we have a lot to do because yeah they go and get a christmas tree um which was fun. I love seeing them get a Christmas tree. They get like the most gorgeous tree ever, like in the world. Snowy, snowy, beautiful. and yeah. yeah. I nice. love this Real section nice. because the way that they transform this castle into Christmas time was stunning. Beautiful. This Everything is we missed. what I want to see. 
this is what we wanted. Yeah, like it's snowing. The lights look beautiful. Like the castle, again, for for an institution with no resources, seems to string out this amazing light display. I mean, yeah. it looked like the it looked like the White House. Like it was like beautiful. A tree in and this every is room. the way she's changing things. She's like, yeah. this is gonna be the first year we're gonna have a Christmas party at the castle. Yeah. And it really is the people's castle it's the people, when you think it's about the people's it. Castle. It's the people's castle. So she's kind of bringing the people back to their castle. Yeah, because you're right. Because like something else that comes out in conversation is that like, um, and this is like a theme with her, 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 her father or grandfather was like the castle and the people that live there have a very distant relationship with the people in the town. Like, and that's that's symbolized with them throwing out her whatever grandfather because he vandalized even though that's a crime vandalized the castle <laughs> we're not on board for the vandalism you guys well okay that part look i i know we we are we're already past it but it did make me laugh when 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 <laughs> it's funny okay first of all he like he etched in three letters and when she shows it to him he goes mm, never seen it before I was like, I'm like, how? how? It's very you big. Could it, you could see it from a mile away. It's huge. Oh, yeah. So anyway, the rat, they're, they're putting the castle together for Christmas. And you're right. She has this wild idea to have a Christmas party to invite all 10 yeah. people who live in the town to. <laughs> it's literally 10. There's 10 people. We don't, like at the party. It's a good party. At the party, there's no one that we haven't already met. Which yep. I like. I love it. I like. I mean, small. That's how a teeny, party tiny should town. work. You don't invite strangers, but I loved it. It's too good. It's so tropey and amazing. And then, so, so all this section is like building up to the party, like getting ready for it, and they're all coming by to de- decorate, decorate, coming together, and and then Brooke Shields is like, <gasps> "What am I gonna wear?" And she, she, okay, classic. Okay, does she? She finds this dress. She finds a dress okay. in the Forbidden Wing. The Forbidden Wing, and it's very modern. It's very it modern. Has a real dress. modern cut to it. it it's a little yeah. costumey, but it, it's not a dress from, let's say, three hundred years ago. It's it's nope. very now, not even close. But what's funny is, okay, she doesn't know who the dress belongs to, and don't worry, it doesn't become a plot point. But she doesn't doesn't matter <laughs> at all. But she puts it. You think it does again? Okay, she puts this dress on, and yeah. then he catches her trying it on. And the first thing she says to him is, oh, my God, like, I'm sorry if this if this belonged to someone who was very special to you. And I go, oh, yeah. my God, who wore this it's gonna dress? Be like his, it's going to be like his mother's dress. He's going to say something. It's going to be it's going to floor me and I'm going to cry. No, no answer. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. And then he goes and he goes, you shouldn't be wearing that. Yeah, and then they do another one of those eerily close face-offs where you're like, get out of her face. I'm scared of you. And she goes, you're mad at me over a dress? dress? (laughs) Again, like, this would have made another – it's a great opportunity to insert a little bit of information. Like, obviously someone wore the dress. Just say it. It Say that was my mother's. It could have been him. It could have been his dress. That was my dress when I was a boy. When I was a boy. (laughs) I made it. How about that? It was like, okay, there's no explanation. It was my grandmother's. Something. Nothing. There's no explanation for this. And my ex-girlfriend, my ex-wife would love any of those. All of those are good options. So so anyway, she's just, they, they kind of have a little t- a little tuffle here. 
And But this is where they seal the deal, which is shocking. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they have this argument. Yes. And then he he's standing in his room. And yeah, then- he takes her to the bedroom. You know what that means, folks at home. I was shocked. We don't need to spell it out I for was you. Shocked. And then <laughs> I think the messaging is so bad. It is so damaging. He is scary. My alarm bells would be going off. My oh. gut would be saying, get out of this man's face. But also, like, imagine when he opened the door and he looked at her. He like goes, like, oh my God, you are the most beautiful. That would have been amazing. You look I've stunning. <laughs> You're the most beautiful canceled author christmas wow because the the messaging is something that i'm deeply uncomfortable with it's just like the line between aggression and sexual tension to me is too close in this movie well it's we're running out of time so he has to seal the deal so he does he takes her into the bedroom and it is a very pg nice time we We just get away don't see it thank god so they're, and she looks beautiful. It's fine. Yeah, she looks good in the dress. But it's solidi- just so scary. They've solidified their relationship, essentially. They've consummated it. And then... Bibli- biblically. And then... Not in the eyes of the law. Not though. in the eyes of the law. <laughs> and then she goes... Like in, in the next scene or a scene later, you know, now she's, she's thinking realistically. And she's like, hey, I will own this castle in three days. So yes. I like, let's make a deal. You can stay here. Stay. Now, what she says is a very general, like, you should stay here with me. And yes. instead of him asking for a clarifying statement, he goes, oh, so let me guess. I can be a tenant or, oh, do you want me to just live here for free in a room? Or, or let, oh, let me, let me get this. You, you, you want me to be your boyfriend? And yeah, she, but rude. So rude. It's like she didn't say Anything. any of that. She just said you, you should took stay. it that way. First of all, they've only been on good terms for the for three days. So like <laughs> of the last night. I what I <laughs> if I was when I heard her offer, like what I heard was like, hey, I like where we are going. I'm not ready for us to just break things off. Like, let's just stay. Like, I want you to stay and see where this goes. That's what I yeah. heard. Yeah. Which didn't seem unreasonable. <laughs> nope. No, he was like, oh, what? You're going to let me stay in the castle that belongs to me that's been in my family for generations? I'm like, and I'm like, you well, sold buddy. It because you didn't know how to you manage sold it your to books. Her. She bought it. She bought it. And. Because you're too busy being charitable in the town, exactly. I guess. We think. I don't know. And. For whatever reason, this proves to be the last straw for Brooke Shields. And she's like, the deal's off. I'm out. The deal's off. Yeah, keep my deposit. And you got what you wanted. She goes back to the inn. She she lets the group know she's outie. And they are so sad. They're sad. They're like, can't you just stay? Like, it's tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Yeah, just stick around. Just till tomorrow. Just till tomorrow. And she's like, no, I'm gone. So she gets in a cab. And this was actually like... This was, this was, I thought, the best acting in the movie was when she gets in the cab and she looks back at them and she does, she cries in the cab. Yeah, I thought she had great emotion. It was a really, movie, it was like Brooke actually Shields. really well acted. And I was like, yes, 
because something we don't get in a lot of these movies is like an actual like a, an actual cry scene like a lot of star vehicles they don't they don't usually give you like like um normally yeah. what you get is you get to come down from the fun and game section where a new problem emerges but since we didn't have that like we get this cry scene and it was really i i really liked it it felt it felt very yeah. like what i liked about it is that she was crying because she was walking away from her friends. Like she wasn't really crying just For because him, yeah. of him. Like if she just because of him, yeah. So it was because she just found a family here. I thought her acting was phenomenal. Yeah, she I had she amazing was emotion. She was always had the tears at the ready. She's really good at welling up. And I want to tell you that the dog was great as well. Yeah. Hamish, the dog. You know, phenomenal. I think that like what good actor. When we talk about like what these these stars communicate, like with Brooke Shields you get a very like grounded earthy like presence she felt very real to me like she didn't feel she did sometimes her reactions to events were like out of her control because that was just the writing of the movie yeah it's the scripting but like her presence on screen i found very comforting yeah i find her motherly um she brings like a a depth of emotion to things that is of like a true movie star. Yeah. And like the way that she looks, like obviously she looks amazing. She's she's like a movie star and she has all the money in the world to take care of herself. But like she also presents as very like accessible in terms of her look. Like she's not like, she, yeah. you know, like she's not, she doesn't come across like some inaccessible star. Like she looks yeah, very. Yeah, I wanted to critique like I said, the lighting or the makeup or whatever, but ultimately she looks great yeah. and she looks her age and she, in, in a character that probably could come across as selfish and rich or whatever, she's kind, she kind of comes across kind, mother. Oh yeah, I never got those vibes nice. from her performance. She never comes across as entitled. Like, you know, like what we didn't get is we didn't get like a Renee Zellweger in New In Town walking into the Scotland thing and being like, this room like, why do you is live disgusting. Here? I thought I booked the presidential suite. And they're like, this is their presidential suite. No, like she's yeah. very kind to everyone. We we live in Minnesota. Why? Why? <laughs> like we never got the Shakespeare in the bush. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the the way that, yeah, I just thought, I really did expect Brooke Shields to come in and be like, this place is a dump. She doesn't. She always appreciates yeah. it for its beauty and its connection to her father, which I think is cute. Right. So she leaves really the town. Cute. She's crying. But the the only taxi in town can only get three feet down the road before the Breaks taxi down. car is dead. And yep. he's like, you're going back on foot. So <laughs> Yeah. It's very um, Cameron Diaz in the holiday. Yes, exactly. One of my favorite star vehicles Literally, ever. Yeah. She can only get like three yeah. feet up the road and she has to go back. Yeah. Starts breaking down, run home in stilettos. Only Brooke Shields has to wear flats the whole movie because she's too tall. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah, she's always in her, flats. Her agent. She's always in flats. Yeah. She's always in flats. Cause, do you remember in the beginning her agent goes, stop looking so tall, it's intimidating. Oh, right. But um, I thought that that was cool. She, she goes back and they're like, everybody's in cahoots. They're all like not going to allow her to leave the town. And... Yeah, they're going to trap her. And, like, she doesn't commit to going to the party, but she just says she's going to stay. So she stays. It's the next day. It's the next night. The The inn is empty because she, everyone else is at the party. And she... The castle. At the castle. The people's castle. At the people's castle. They've opened their doors. And <laughs> she gets a little snowball against her window. And she opened it up. And this was funny. 
next snowball hits her in the face. <laughs> but it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, Star vehicle. it's her, it's her, her knight in shining her armor. Knight shining armor. And he's like, her angry, her angry emotionally unavailable, knight. narcissistic beast right. has come to and find he's her. He's like, I don't even remember what he says. He's <gasps> Christmas lights. He literally is like, all right, let's go. Yeah. He's like, let's go. Um, but she, she kind of closes him out and he rides away and then she snowballs him in the back. Oh, right. And she's like, I'm coming. Wait, get a horse for me. And they hop on horseback and they go to the party. Which is just over the hill. And then they make it and, in the nick of yeah, time. Yeah, fun. Yeah, I love the party. It was really intimate. There was like, like I said, like 10 people. There was food for 500. <laughs> but, and there was- In the ballroom. Like Three million bottles of champagne. And <laughs> they are all dressed- beautifully she got them all dresses from Saks Fifth Avenue Saks Fifth Avenue <laughs> they're like we can't wear dresses from the castle and she goes Saks Fifth Avenue well, it would been funny if she was like you're right you can't that's why I got you <laughs> that's why I got you these <laughs> you're right you didn't buy the castle I did you're right but you don't have a castle. these are from Saks so they <laughs> you don't they, have a castle they all get beautifully <laughs> dolled up they go to the party and okay this part did make me laugh because Again, like it's a funny, funny movie. Because I don't think, again, like I don't think they really chewed over what they were saying. Because, so the party is going; it's beautiful. Brooke Shields is wearing her modern Scotland gown. Carrie Elwes goes up to make a speech. In flats. In flats, he, he gets up to make a speech. <laughs> Keep in mind that he doesn't own the castle anymore. He goes, he goes, and I am promising you from here on out, I will host a party here every year for the rest of. The, I was like. I don't think Imagine, you can make that promise. That would be like me going to your house and being like. <laughs> saying we're going to have a party here every year. It's like your mom like looking over like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like it was very weird because. Oh my God. My like, cheeks hurt. I'm like, laughing so hard. What? No, that's, that's weird. That's not. Did you consult her? So. Um, oh, so good. So they have like a little dancey circle. They have a little dancey circle. They they dance, dance, dance. And then he he gets up again to like introduce what sounds like her. But then but... It's a, he says granddaughter instead of daughter. And her daughter and... comes out. Yeah. Cute. Sweet. She's cute. She's like really trying to like make her moment in, in the movie. She's... And she gave her character a backstory. I'm going to, I don't know this actress, but I'm going to give her applause and say she really worked it out in her mind where she was. She worked it out. And I thought they actually looked like decently similar to each other. Like they actually looked like mother and daughter at appropriate ages. And um, we find out that she didn't go to her dad's wedding. She's here, obviously. She's like, I'll go to the next one. And Brooke Shields like, like, you're bad. You're so bad. You're so bad, girl. (laughs) But they have fun, fun, fun. And they party all night or probably till a responsible hour. Probably till midnight. Probably till midnight. Stroke of midnight because then she owns the castle. Um, Yep. And she kicks him out. That would be so funny. I would die. And then the next morning, (laughs) like, she walks down to the living room area and this is again i was like why couldn't she sleep here like the living room is beautiful beautiful it's like gorgeous it has like um a fire it's well kept and her daughter brings her one of the most gorgeous hot chocolates i've ever seen in my life beautiful looking hot chocolate like non-melting hot chocolate non-melting hot chocolate and um 
Carrie Elvis comes in and he goes, I have a wee little gift for you. And he gives her a uh, locket. A locket. That she's already worn. I th- we, think. we think. We think. I don't know. It was, thank God they don't spend any more seconds on it because as soon as she like looks at the locket on the tree, the camera zooms out and we get a nice little aerial shot of the castle all beautifully yeah. trimmed. With, Pulls out from that window. Yeah. And it's like, it was a really, it was a really wonderful way to end the movie. You know, I wish yeah. them the best of luck as a couple, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're surviving <laughs> the year. It's hard because, like, he. It's like, really, what is he gonna do? Like, I don't know. I'll leave. I'll leave She's that to She's gonna bankroll them. it now. I'll leave that to them to figure out. But I think I I could see it going. I could see it going south. I just remember being like. What is this locket? It has no meaning to anything. We haven't seen it before. No. But maybe we have in the previous scene. I mean, we did see it in the other scene, but we just didn't. In the same way that the dress that she found in the home should have carried Mm -hmm. some weight, but didn't, the locket, we didn't even get a scene of her announcing that she found it or was wearing it. And we also didn't get any information about like who it was. And I keep trying to think what I wish. Well, it was. Because, and I think like part of the reason why we're feeling this way is that if you go way back in the beginning of the movie, in the original tour, the first thing that he points out to her is that like as soon as you walk in to the left is this stained glass art. And he goes, oh, it's from, let's just say the fourth century. It's not. That's too old. But just like pretend. Yeah. He, and he, he says. says to yeah. her, like everything in this castle has a story and history. So it like it primes your brain to think that anything you find here has a history, but it yeah a story, but yep. it doesn't. That's just something you say on a tour. Nope, it's just what you say. Yeah, yeah. I kept wishing like, okay, what if in the beginning she was like, my grandfather, he was twelve and rambunctious, and he carved his name in the wall, and then he hid a locket in the house. Something. Imagine, and she finds that it. That would be a fun story. Would be so fun, but nope, none of that. We pull out, we pull away. Beautiful, beautiful aerial shot of the castle. It's snowing, it's gorgeous, it's Christmas. And then we have the post credit scene. post credit scene, she goes back on the Drew Barrymore show. and Back to Drew. And for another chaotic interview where it's like... I, Drew's shorthand is like a little unhinged in this A movie. little unhinged, but like just the way that they edited it, it wasn't like a straight shot of like the interview. It was like clip, 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 no, clip, clip. jump cut. <laughs> jump cuts. And like Brooke Shields is coming across a little bit unhinged in the way that she's acting on the show too. So... Yeah. But I guess like... It was funny. It was funny. It was like... I guess it was <laughs> a nice think. balance to the to the original interview. And I appreciate a credit scene, so I'll take I what love I a call back. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, it was it was just fine. You didn't need it, but it's fun that it was there. Right. It was it was pleasantly pleasantly received, but yeah. And we find out basically just to tie it all up in a neat bow. Brooke Shields did end up writing a new book, right. starting on Christmas Day, called heart of a warrior it is not the old it's like out with the old in with the new yeah and um she uses her real last name now mcginty she's no longer whatever her name was before this because i don't know yeah i don't know 
I don't remember. So I don't remember. <laughs> Unimportant. So yeah, it was what a what a journey she had in ninety days. What a journey. Man, I don't know. It was listen, it was like we said at the top, it was very it's very similar in in overall idea to Under the Tuscan Sun. And I think that what it doesn't do though is it, it sets up a lot of premises, but it doesn't necessarily follow through with them. And thank God at least that Brooke Shields is there because I found her to be like you know, if if she wasn't in there, this movie, I probably would have turned it off because it's like, yeah, same. it was it. It's tough when like a movie constantly sets you up to think one thing and then it doesn't deliver. Like at a certain point, it's kind of like, OK, like what world are we in? Like, what are we talking about? But at least her performance was like so grounded and felt so refreshing that it was like it 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 helped me stay interested in the movie agree yeah she's finding motivations in places where I would be like there's no out for this there's no way to perform this no like I have to act like I love him when he's just been like this for the whole movie like she's finding her actor motivations and it's helping me and helping you as an audience chill like chill out at least yeah and be able to watch this movie yeah and she's kind of like if you she's ignore like, I'm not stressed so you don't need to be stressed <laughs> Yes, and if you just want to, oh my God, saddle up to those townspeople, get into the Christmas spirit, look at the decorations. Oh my God, the Christmas lights on the castle are breathtaking. The snowy landscapes, beautiful, perfect. You do have to ignore the fact that I think he's an abuser. (laughs) If not, not (laughs) physically, but definitely emotionally, like- Emotional wreckage. Yeah, she is very toxic in, in the- He'll make you think- You'll bu- you'll buy a castle, put a down payment down, have everything in writing, and he'll make you think you didn't you don't have it. Yeah, I mean, I think you go back to the general premise. It's like it's not like he was going to ch- use those ninety days to show her how difficult the living in a castle was. He he frames it like I'm going to use these ninety days to terrorize her and to scare torment her this woman out of this castle. So it's like yeah. that dynamic is a little bit icky, but it's like. <laughs> But but what the movie wisely does is like they don't really do that. Like that would have been like really hard to stomach if he was like if he was like setting up booby traps and like setting up a haunted house for her. Imagine they went full home alone on this one and he does well, have booby I traps. Well, I thought that's where they were going <laughs> like, in the one scene where she's sleeping and her door starts rustling. I was like, "Oh my god, he is He's going to pretend it's like a haunting. He's going to haunt her." But it was that would have been just so a dog. funny. Again, I was wrong about that too. I was wrong about everything. <laughs> I was wrong every step of the way. Every in this movie. step of the way. Every step of the way. But I enjoyed it. And then I, I remember thinking, holy shit, that's farm boy, Carrie Elwes from Princess Bride. Worst. Didn't know it was him the whole time. Didn't know it was him. Yeah, he I think we talked about yeah. this off mic actually yeah, he before. Doesn't, he doesn't in this in in the same way that Brooke Shields conveys a presence, his performance doesn't really doesn't really work the same way. Yeah, he he just I liked what you said when you said he he clearly just charted his anger. Yeah. Um through the movie and he his reference point was just the the anger he felt in the first scene, he just kept it. Yeah. 
I would have really liked to have seen more nuance from him. Well, I think what would have been nice if if you really wanted to, if we really wanted to find a way to endear ourselves to the character was there had to be a recognition that, okay, it's okay for him to be angry, but what, where his anger really lies is actually like with himself. And I think if we would have gotten a scene where Mm -hmm. he came clean about, you know, I've been really difficult. I've been really angry. But like what I'm realizing is that this is actually all my fault. And I like, I'm actually just like projecting my anger onto everybody else. Yeah, redemption. Redemption would have been nice. Yeah, like it's it's redemption on the one hand, but it also like shows you that he's like self-aware because he just drops the anger. But but we don't really get that that recognition that he knows that it was wrong to be angry with everyone else. To be angry in the first place, yeah. Because all that the townspeople want to do is help him. And Brooke Shields literally saves his life by buying the castle. So, like, he really <laughs> no. shouldn't be rude at her. Saves his home. Yeah. You're right. Like, the way he drops the anger, too, and the way she's so quick to just be like, the snowball just gets her right back on board with him. Yeah. I'm like, he's going to get angry again. Probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow <laughs> when they have to clean up. And there's when not going to clean be... up all the decorations. Yeah. When you got to clean up the solo cups is when he's going to be mad again. Right, right. Oof, a really uneasy feeling. Good luck, girl. Anyway. Good luck, girl. (laughs) Thanks for letting us spend time in your castle, guys. (laughs) Overall, I would say this. If you're at home and you're like looking for a Christmas vibe movie, put it on. It is is worth like the the trip down Christmas lane. If it's in the middle of July, will I put this on in the same way that I would want to watch Under the Tuscan Sun? No. But no. next Christmas season, do I see myself potentially watching this movie? Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully there's a sequel. Hopefully they print to switch it up. Yeah. I'm ready. A castle and the surrounding town for Christmas. She buys and- up everyone else's <laughs> homes. <laughs> a castle and a hotel. Yeah. She buys the yeah, inn. Yeah, it's like Monopoly, <laughs> but in Scotland. <laughs> she collects all the them because she has so much money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to say that through this pod, it's very fun to shit on these movies and laugh at them. But a Christmas movie, especially a Netflix Christmas movie, has a con- the same sort of connotation as like a Hallmark Christmas movie. And in terms of what it is, it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's a 10 out of 10 Christmas movie. It's a ten, 10 out of 10. Elevated by Brooke Shields. Elevated by Brooke Shields. I mean, what a treat. Like, she didn't have to do this for us. No. She did. No. And I. Maybe she wanted a paycheck. Maybe. Which we all got to eat. Yeah. But she didn't have to do this, I don't think. And she did it. Yeah. And she really lends a credibility to the Christmas movie genre, which, as we noted, can be cheesy and corny and, you know, problematic. Right. So, uh, you know, I think that's a a good wrap-up. It's a 10 out of 10 Christmas movie. 10 out of 10. Oh. And your... Now there's noise. (laughs) Your honey is home. No? No, he's home. But we can can wrap up. Yeah, we can wrap up. All right. Thanks, Brooke Shields. Thanks, Carrie Elwes, I think. Yeah. Um, thanks, Netflix. And um, yeah, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. 